Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one business coach for therapists. So in today's episode, I am actually going to take you behind the scenes to my Facebook and Instagram live that I hosted this week on the topic of is your private practice post-pandemic proof? So in this episode, I will go over an introduction of myself and then I will talk about the difference between running a marathon or running a sprint in your business, especially during a time like this. I will take you back during memory lane, but make sure to have your paper and pen ready to do an assessment on your current practice, past practice habits, and your future practice goals. Now let's go ahead and tune in. So hey everybody, my name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and the number one business and branding coach for mental health professionals. So the reason why we are here today at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on this wonderful Thursday is that we are talking about is your private practice post-pandemic proof? And so pandemic, COVID, I don't like to say those words a lot. I usually will say in this season, in this era, However, I have noticed that, which is a very good thing, I've noticed that a lot of mental health professionals have opened up their private practices, have doubled, tripled, quadrupled their caseload, which is great. Um, However, if clinicians are not prepared to run the marathon, that's what I really want to talk to you about today. If you are not prepared to run the marathon and you're simply just focusing on running the sprint, what happens to people when they run a sprint? they get tired, okay? So just to give you some heads up, um, I am recording on three different platforms at the same time. So I am recording on Instagram, Facebook, and on my podcast, which you can't see. And if you see me looking to the left, it's primarily because typically I do webinars where you will see a screen with slides, but I thought that I would just have, you know, my talking points, my question, so I'm gonna be looking to the left, but this is very informal. You might be on your couch working from home. You might hear some kids playing because they just got out of school and we got a playground, two of them right here and both of my kids are outside. Um, But I wanted to do this because this is real life right now. This is real life. And so if you know of any other mental health professionals that need to be in the room tonight for this workshop, less than an hour, make sure that you tag them, share this with them right now. Um, But how are you guys doing? What is the weather like where you're at? I know that some people saw that it was a little sunny, you know what I'm saying, in Southern California. So they got a little jealous. Some of my clients are on the East Coast, like in New York, and they're like, man, we out here buried in snow. And you out here showing pictures of 82 degree weather. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) like, you know, but... Be grateful that we can even see another season, okay? So um, if you just chimed in, the topic of today is, is your private practice post-pandemic proof? So let's go ahead and jump in, okay? So um, as I stated just a moment ago, are you running a marathon or a sprint? Write that down with a question mark. Are you running a marathon or 
a sprint. And guess what? Even if you're not a therapist, I do believe that some of this information tonight will still help you. So go ahead and tune in, show some love. And then at certain points, of course, ask questions. And then I'm going to go over to the chat box to see, you know, what questions you have. And of course, if I can answer them, which I should be able to, if they're related to private practice, (laughs) then I will. Um, With some things that I'll talk about, I'll also give my personal background in business in terms of how I was able to pivot my mindset and my business during this season um, because we are coming up y'all on our one-year anniversary effective March 13th effective March 15th is technically when everything shut down on that Monday but on that Friday it was over okay so are you running a marathon or a sprint and so let's talk about the definitions between the two of those okay so when you look at a sprint a sprint is typically ran very quickly your girl ran track in high school Don't ask me to run that 100, 200, 4x4 right now. But your girl did run track in middle school and in high school. And I was actually pretty good, you know. Um, However, I recognize that even when I was on the track, you got to train, right? But then what happens when you hit your maximum capacity? You get out of breath because you're running too quickly. And especially if your body isn't trained or your business isn't trained, it's going to run out of breath too, okay? That means you might be out of shape or you're not prepared, okay? So when I say you, one of the things that I want you to think about is also, is this talking about your business, okay? Because you is your business. You are your business. Now, a marathon is, of course, a longer route, um, and the runner typically has to do some training as it relates to getting prepared. So with a marathon, you can't just go run in your regular running shoes, right? I know friends and family members that have, trained for marathons like month and month and month because some people believe, oh, I've been running on the treadmill, I've been pumping weights, but none of that equates to walking, jogging, or running 10 miles, right? Or even five miles. I mean, let alone try to go hit a real track outside on the turf and do four laps without stopping and you're running on concrete, you have to get trained. And so let me just take you down memory lane and I want you to let me know in the chat box if any of this sounds familiar on Um, especially if you're watching live on Instagram and on Facebook, okay? So let's go down memory lane. So put these answers in the chat box for me. Number one, did you have a private practice before the pandemic? Put a Y or N. Did you have a therapy private practice before the pandemic? Okay, yes or no. And even if you're not writing and maybe you're listening, just take note of your answers, okay? Um, The next question, what was your client caseload before the pandemic? So some people are putting yes, some people are putting no. Okay, this is good because I like to see different answers, okay? So now, what was your client caseload before the pandemic? So as you're answering, I'm gonna answer as well just to you know warm things up. So yes, I've had a private practice since 2012. Yes, I had a client caseload that was actually decreasing because I was putting more of my efforts into um, the coaching business because my biggest thing was I can serve, I don't want to, but I can serve up to 30 clients on my caseload in my private practice, but that is burnout time 10 if you see them like every week like that, right? Depending on what type of clients you see, especially like trauma. But I felt like because I'm a teacher, I've been a professor for over 17 years, I thought instead of me focusing on just seeing 30 clients a month, like, you know, a week throughout the month, why don't I help multiple therapists. Why don't I help 30 therapists see 20 clients a month? That's a way bigger impact. Don't you agree? Is that a way bigger impact? Is I can see 30 clients or I can train 25 therapists to build 25 to 30 clients for their caseload. Those numbers to me, and I'm a spiritual person in God's eyes, that's like immaculate. (laughs) So I'd rather go there for those of you who are wondering, right? So some people had zero clients before the pandemic. Some people had 35 clients per week. Woo! Woo! All right, let's keep going. What is your client caseload now? Mm, 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 mm. So I'm going to speak to what my caseload was the first 30 days of the pandemic. So let's just say, when I say caseload, I may have had 30 clients open, that does not mean that I see them weekly. Some people came monthly, bi-weekly, as needed, one time every three weeks. It was just kind of rolling with the flow, right? And I was decreasing my hours because I was putting more energy in another area of my business and in the community. And so what I realized in the first 30 days was that my caseload immediately doubled, actually, in the first 14 days of the pandemic. 
within the first 60 days, I had double to triple consistent, like, you know, weekly clients come into therapy. And I realized that's when I started calling it the therapist cave on Instagram. I was like, this is not the life that I signed up for. However, God has given me this gift and I'm going to use it during a crisis. But hell, we didn't know that a year later we would still be sitting here. <laughs> right? So I see in the chat boxes, we have 20 hours per week. We have, so check this out y'all on Instagram. Cause I'm streaming on both on Instagram. Lori, she's one of my clients. She had zero clients before the pandemic y'all. Now she's seeing 46 clients about 15 to 17 per week. God damn. <laughs> right? So continued, um, if not couple more week. Okay. So the next question, but we only on the first section. Um, do you know how you increase your caseload? So put this in the box. Where did your referrals come from? My referrals came from previous clients. They about 85% of my clients came back that I had just wrapped up with in the last six months to a year. All of my adolescents came back. All of my college students came back. Why? Because no one wants to go to school online. Also, a lot of my parents came back because they were like, what am I supposed to do? How can I work from home and homeschool? I mean, hell, you knew what I was going through before homeschool. And I was like, you right, you right, right? So some people were like, I need two days off right? So referrals may have come from grants. I know that some of us, because I've been the trainer, um, you know, I volunteer my time with the Boris L. Henson Foundation. And so, you know, part of our work too came from referrals from that um, campaign. Plus I've received grant monies from people who found me on Instagram that say, Hey, you're working with the type of clients that we want to serve. Can we grant you a certain amount of sessions? And then they just mailed me a check after I filled out this paperwork, right? But let's read the chat box. Some of the referrals came from word of mouth, site today, therapy for black girls, um, EAPs, insurance panels. Some previous clients came back um, and then the BLHF, right? So a wide variety. Now this is not on my like computer, but this is just something to think about. The amount of clients that you're getting referred due to the pandemic, like through those avenues, go back as a homework assignment and compare what was happening before the pandemic. Because the reason why I want you to do that for homework is because that actually tells you what you were truly doing with your damn marketing. Because some of you didn't market at all and then all of a sudden you're like, boom, my private practice is popping, congratulations. But is it going to continue to pop? Is it going to continue to pop? Because everything has a plateau, okay? Um, What's the average amount of the time that your clients stay on your caseload? So put that in the chat box. Okay. My clients stay on average, depending on the age group. If they are teenagers, I mean, hell, I can see them for a year or two straight because it depends on how warm up they get to me. Cause odds are they didn't ask to come to therapy. Their parent wanted them to come in and then they may graduate, but then they come back. And I always actually check in on my adolescents because they go through milestones and these are kids, right? So adults, they may be anywhere from hell 90 days to more based off of like trauma, complex trauma, Right. So 80% of my referrals came from word of mouth. 20% came from online. All right. Six months to a year, 60 to 90 days. And that depends on your theoretical orientation. The reason why you may be wondering why I'm taking you through all these assessment questions is that you need to get a clear picture of your business pre, during, and post pandemic. If you do not get a grasp on where you have referrals coming from, where do your clients go after? How long do your clients stay on your caseload? How the hell are you predicting your yearly income? How, right? Are you just expecting the people from the pandemic to stay in your caseload until the pandemic is over? We're in a new norm. It's not gonna be over (laughs) per se, right? So where are these new clients coming from? Now, that's memory lane. So let me go to the next section. Now that we've established where you are um, currently in your caseload, where you came from, let's move to the next section. So let's talk about vision. So I really need y'all to talk back to me like I'm for real on a webinar. Because if I was on a webinar, the chat box would be lit up. Right. And y'all already know that those of you who went to my webinars. Right. So um, you just got to visualize these questions. So the first um, question that I have for you is yes or no. Why are in? Do you know the vision of your private practice in five years? Literally, do you know where you want your private practice to be in five years? Yes or no. And, 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 and it's okay. Say, I don't know. If you don't know, put IDK. If you've never thought about it, like, hell, I'm just trying to wire up the wave. You know what I'm saying? Right now. Then put hell riding the wave, put COVID, right? So some people know where their business is going to be in the next five years. Another assessment question as it relates to vision. Can you define in words 
Can you articulate and describe yes or no your ideal client? So for example, I'm going to describe my ideal therapy client that are adolescents. They are male or female, any ethnicity, ages 16, transitional age youth, to 25 years of age, and they are suffering from life transitions, maybe about to go to college, about to be a senior, hell, going to school online. Um, They've also maybe suffered from anxiety and depression. Those are the three areas that I cover. Now, under that, of course, it might be trauma. Under there, might be suicidal ideation, but those are the main three areas that I focus on. You have to know how to articulate that because somebody may ask you as an elevator pitch, what do you do? And you can't or you should not just say, oh, I'm a therapist. Okay, well, who the hell do you work with? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It should automatically come out, okay? The next question about vision is, can you visualize your ideal client right now, yes or no? So put a V in the chat box if you can actually get a picture of your ideal client in your mind. Now, let me give you a tip. If you are visualizing about five to 10 damn people, you are not very clear on your ideal client. Your ideal client is not five to 10 people unless you see families of 10. Okay, I'm looking at both platforms, like smiling, right? You should be able to visualize. Like, I'm literally getting pictures in my head of past clients. Like, oh, there she go. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there they go. You know, couples, families, and stuff like that, right? So get a visual. Now, mm, this is a good question. Does that vision that you just had match woo, your entire caseload right now? I'm going to wait. Yes or no? Put a wire in for that question. Does your vision that you just saw of your ideal client match your entire caseload right now? Yes or no? This is a hell of a good question because this should make you wake the hell up. Excuse my language. Put explicit on my podcast already. Okay, put explicit when we upload this to YouTube, right? So Facebook, y'all better put this answer. Instagram over here is saying, No, no, my client's saying yes, good job, right? Does your visualization of your ideal client match your entire caseload? Thank you, someone said yes. All right, so moving on. And this is more of a statement, okay? So I'm just gonna read this because I I like scripted this out for y'all, all right? So in an ideal private practice, a profitable one, because we're all about chasing bags, not coins, okay? Is an ideal practice is when you have a caseload of all of your ideal clients not just the clients that call you, hit you up on email, go through your DM, or are referred by insurance panels and you just swoop them up just because they called you. That is not an ideal client. That is not a profitable practice, nor is a profitable practice one where you just, your goal is to fill in the white spots on the places on your calendar that you have open. Put a one in the chat box if you receive that message. A profitable private practice is full of only your ideal clients, which means that it's going to take a while to get there because you have to have a structure in place. Now, clearly we can't abandon clients, but you have to have an idea a vision in place so that when this client drops off, I need to make sure that when those new clients come in, I only want those, which means you're going to have to learn how to say no. Okay. So now let's talk about freedom. So put an F in the chat box. If you want an abundant lifestyle that allows you to live a life full of freedom, you can do what you want when you want, how you want to do it, where you want to do it, and who you want to do it with. You know what I'm saying? That could be a private practice or personal life. You fill in the blanks. All right. So let's talk about freedom. <laughs> so how many, now talk to me in the chat box, y'all. Now that y'all, hell, I don't see hella ones. Okay, y'all, y'all want that freedom talk. Okay. So how many hours a week, this is more visual. How many hours a week do you want to work in your private practice? Not how many you work right now. Put in the chat box, how many hours a week Do you want to work in your private practice? The desire. How many hours a week? Do you want to work 10 hours a week? Do you want to work 15 hours a week? I didn't ask you to figure out how. I didn't ask you to figure out how much money you're going to charge. I didn't ask you to figure out the ideal clients right now. I'm just simply asking you to write down or put in the chat box for me, how many clients on average do you want to see per week? So thank you, Ms. Love. She said 15. Um, Lori said eight to 10, right? So next question is, How close are you to your goal hourly? I see beyond balance at 10. So when you look at your current caseload and your ideal caseload, how far are they? Because that the first number probably should have been answered in the beginning if you were on here in the beginning when I asked you how many clients are you currently seeing. But look at your ideal caseload, 10, and your current caseload, 30. We got a straight up discrepancy, right? So again, these are just making you, I just want you to tap into thinking about how close or far you are actually from the vision that you have of your practice. 
Okay. Um, next assessment question is, what do you need to get off of your plate? I for sure need to put, you need to put a word in the chat box for this. I need to know this, please. Okay. What do you need to get off of your plate during this season that you did not realize before? So that can be personal or business. Do you need to get off billing? Like you need to move that away. If you're on insurance panels, do you need to just hire a credentialing person? Because, hey, oh, you got a group practice and you don't want to credential all these people, right? Or interns. Um, do you need to get off your plate handling screening new clients, right? Admin work. So if you say admin work, homework assignment. I want you to go and write down a list of all the admin work that you want to get off your plate because admin work can be for private practice, billing, credentialing, uh, calling insurance, screening clients, reminding clients, no show fees, super bills, you know, answering voicemails for clients that don't even match your client avatar, right? Get systems in place, homework assignment. What systems would you like? What systems do you have? What systems do you need? If y'all didn't get that, somebody put, I need to get systems in place. So if you want to get systems in place, what systems do you have? What systems like are you kind of looking at and which ones do you actually need for where you are? Because you do not want to throw away money. So someone said new clients, referrals, yeah, like, get, like help somebody get new referrals, but screen them. Yes. And then billing clients, people put billing like a mother up on Facebook. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That helped me. So systems in place, full-time employment. Feels like a bandage. Uh-oh, Miss Love, you better talk to uh Miss Lori. She left her job two months early. She's in the academy, but she left her job two months early. About two out of four of my clients leave their job, primarily because they were able to build a profitable framework with me in the academy. So systems is big, okay? So systems, it seems like it's across the board for everybody. And like, I'm gonna put admin work in systems, right? So another question, woo, yes or no? Do you have an onboarding process for your clients? If I ask you to send me in an Excel sheet the steps that lead from the client calling to the client seeing you like in your office, do you have an onboarding process because that is part of your systems? Like my onboarding process, I'll explain some of it, not all of it because some of, all of it is discussed in the academy. So like mine may be like when I have my group practice, for example, a client calls, they leave a voicemail. My assistant calls back, they screen them. They add them to a log that I teach my students how to create, not in simple practice because we need to see everything on one damn sheet, not clicking hella buttons. Like I'm a visual person. I don't know if you are. These electronic charting systems are great, but I don't like clicking places to see multiple things. I need to just see everything on one sheet of paper and like different workbooks. Okay, and it's HIPAA compliant. And so um, from there, the screening, they either alerted me that I needed to do a consultation because they weren't sure if the client was my ideal client because the client may have not been as forthcoming or they go ahead and just schedule them on the books and they handle the admin system. Put a one in the chat box if you like, even just the beginning. <laughs> like of that system, right? And believe me, that took a lot of work, meaning trial and error and, you know, mistakes, okay? Now, the second thing is, if you do have an onboarding system, is it automated? So I would say that that system I just described to you, it is automated, but in the beginning, it was not. I had to actually find the right candidate. In the academy, we teach them how to like delegate tasks, how to decide who you need to hire first, how do you onboard like a VA, you know, things like that. Um, and then of course, make a list of things that you need to get off your plate so we can put them in order, right? So a lot of people are loving the fact that systems have helped me grow and scale my business because scaling is you're able to leverage your time so that you can live freedom, right? So yeah, need one screen. Yeah, in the academy, we I'm a big fan of Google and I'm a big fan of swipe files. Put a two in a chat box if you like swipe files. If you don't even know what the hell swipe files are. Swipe files are, it may not even be in my program. This this was not, and it became a swipe file. Swipe file was, hey, how did you teach us how to predict our yearly income? And I'm like, oh, I just made this up. <laughs> I literally made it up back in May of 2020 because before that, I would verbally tell it to my clients and they were like, can we have it? And I was like, sure. So I had to like do a recording video and show them how to clone it to their drive so that way they can use it and put their schedule clients in there to predict their income for the entire year because I gave them a little easy, simple, damn equation, hella simple, right? So now, woo, this is another one. If you have hired staff, even if you don't have them anymore, do you have an onboarding process for staff, VAs, social media people? Onboarding is not, let's talk about what onboarding is not. Onboarding is not, oh, okay, you do social media management, you do social media creation and content, schedule my posts. Okay, 
Um, can you just make sure you post on Monday through Friday? That is not onboarding. Onboarding is you train them. You are the expert of your business. You are the expert of your ideal client. You are the expert of the clients that you want in your office. So let's be real, yes or no. Some people are already putting no. Thank you for being transparent. The only way your business is gonna grow is if you understand where you truly are. And again, the reason why I got so many freaking questions is because a lot of people don't even take the time to think about these things or you just don't even know that they existed. I did it when I first started practice, which is why I do what I do, right? Um, and then again, is it automated? So now that we've done a brief assessment, um, let me do a check-in, put it to in the chat box if you are loving just the probably the things that are firing off in your brain, even if what's firing off is, damn it, I got work to do. Like, dang, like I thought it was popping. You know, I got the 20 clients, it's COVID. We doubling and tripling and quadrupling on our caseload. But woo, I need some stuff off my plate, Dr. TK. I need some stuff automated. I need them swipe files. I need to be able to predict my income for the entire year. Come through, <laughs> right? Okay, so I'm glad that everybody's enjoying the assessment. So now let's talk about the sprint versus the marathon. Because I don't do marathons. In business, I do. In real life, I do not. Okay, so let's talk about the sprint versus the marathon. So if the pandemic stopped today, this is a question that I'm going to pose to you, Okay. If the pandemic was like wiped out, like, woo, we woke up like men in black, boop, never happened, right? And there were not as many referrals coming in because of the pandemic or easily as they're coming in right now. Let's play a game. If the pandemic stopped today and I men in black you, that's what it's called, men in black, whatever, um, then where would your referrals come from? Put that in the chat box for me. If the pandemic disappeared, I got work to do. Thank you, Denise, for being honest. Right. Um, if the pandemic stopped right now and the referrals are not coming in as easily, the grants stopped for paying for free services like, whoo, you got to go back to your insurance. Um, where would your referrals come from? Put that in the chat box. One person I need so I can just say it out loud. Where would your referrals come from? I know that a lot of mine come from word of mouth. A lot of mine come from my social media marketing um, and I'm on insurance panels. So that helps. OK. Another question you want to think about. Can you predict your income over the next three months? So someone said word of mouth and my therapist network. Thanks. Um, marketing, word of mouth. All right, awesome. Word of mouth is popping. Okay, because we can't shake people's hand and give them a business card these days. <laughs> so don't go on Zazzle and buy 500 business cards for what? <laughs> so have, have it on your phone or something, like zap it to somebody, right? Insurance panels, right? Um, word of mouth, EAP, um, Psychology Today, Friends, Therapy of Black Men. So certain online platforms, awesome. So next question is, can you predict your income over the next three months? So if the pandemic stopped and you had to go back to your OG referrals, Yes or no? Can you predict your income? Where would your income be February, March, April 1st? Can you predict your income April 1st? I'm having a pause on Facebook, but Instagram, we're still going. This is why I'm on two platforms. I might have to pause, okay? So Instagram, keep going. Um, so yes, okay? Can you predict your income over the next three months? Okay, Woo, okay, cool. Thank you, I'll be back on Facebook. Can, the question is, can you predict your income over the next three months? The next question, um, can you predict your income over the next six months, 12 months? Do you have a marketing plan? Put a M if you have a marketing plan. Put a M if you have a marketing plan for your practice. This is very, very important. This is actually part of our five-year business plan in the academy. If you don't have a marketing plan, how do you expect for clients to continuously find you and come to you? You have to have a plan. The plan is very similar to a treatment plan. Would you or should you be serving clients that they don't have a treatment plan? And you can't do a treatment plan if we think about the clinical loop. We can't do a treatment plan if you don't have a diagnosis. You don't have a diagnosis or at least a right one if you didn't do a full assessment. That's called the clinical loop. You see a client and you assess the problem. The assessment will determine if they have a diagnosis. The diagnosis will tell you what type of therapy to do, right? And then therapy will then lead to you doing the work, writing the progress notes, and then you evaluate and you determine when they're going to graduate, right? Exactly. This is all tied in DTA, right? But we're, we're talking about pandemic proof in here, y'all. Okay. So um, now let's shift gears. Let's talk about taking time off. Put a T in the chat box if you would love to take some God freaking time off. Do you want to take time off? Put a T in the chat box if you just want time off. You ain't got to even give me a reason. You just don't want to work next week. <laughs> like, right? Like, that is okay. So if you wanted to take time off right now, could you? Yes or no? So let, let me put, I'm gonna put letters in so we can distinguish the letters for the question. Okay. So a lot of people are putting T like, Lord, let me, let me off. Right. So if you want a time off, could you put a D in the chat box? If you 
can delegate the task to someone else right now. If I said, you know what? I'm your business coach and you are taking time off tomorrow to reset and rest. Do you have someone, put a D in the chat box, if you can delegate not your therapy work, but the admin, billing, all that stuff, can you delegate it to someone else? Yes or no? Or put a D if you can. That would be great. I don't see no Ds though. <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. Next question. If you wanted to take time off, could you, I'm sorry, let me back up. If you thought about hiring someone, are they in place right now? This is something again to think about. You may say, well, I was about to hire somebody. I really want to hire somebody. No, no, no. If I said that you were off next week, are they hired already? Like, are they in place, right? And then after we decided if you've hired them and if they're in like their placements, now have you trained them? That's called onboarding. Have you trained your staff or contractors to do what you need them to do? And can they do it if you're off the grid? Because I don't know about you, but I'm with, you know, even if I got to get clearance, I'm with getting my passport updated and going out of the country where I don't have to use my phone. Like, I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to be with my husband and family. So I don't need to talk to nobody else. That's my goal, right? (laughs) So um, now, question. If you were to take a vacation, yes or no in the chat box, is your caseload still building? Are your referrals still coming in? If you are on vacation, let's actually up the ante. You went super hard and took a month off during December. Like I want it to be family time. I want it to be, I'm gonna decorate my house time. I want to do my vision board. If I told you to take off 30 days and you did, yes or no, can your business run while you're not there for 30 days? That is actually the like one of the biggest things that prevents us from living an abundant lifestyle is that you've built a business like an employee. You've built a business to depend on you. Some people are saying yes, and that is awesome. But a lot more people are saying no, which is a problem because that's something that we were never taught. That's something that, I mean, hell, we ain't even granted at a job to take 30 days off, you know? So now let's go to the next section. If you are lost, let's just say if you're lost, you're like, God damn it, I need some systems. Like she's talking about all this stuff and I knew that it existed, but I didn't know I had to do it. (laughs) Like in private practice, like I just see clients and I go home or you go upstairs, all right? So if you are lost and you're like, you know what, I need help. Actually, let me check in. Put a one in the chat box if you feel like, even if you are in a very good place, do you feel like there's still work that needs to be done? Do you put a one in the chat box if you feel like I need to hire someone or people? I need to maybe start a group practice. I need to hire more therapists. I need to get some interns. I need to hire a credentialing company. I need to get a better CPA. I need to, you know, uh, fix my books. Hell, pay attention to my money. Know what my profit is. Be able to predict my income. Any of that plus, right? A lot of us, True business owners are always thinking about another thing that they need to add onto their goddamn plate, right? So if you are stuck or lost, it is probably because any of these, and these don't have to apply to you, but I'm going to read them, okay? One is, and I just want you at this point on Instagram or Facebook, more so to do like the emoji thing, like do some hearts or thumbs up or something, just if this is resonating with you. Do you feel like you've been doing everything yourself? Whether it's been in the last couple of months, in the last year, or more than a year, because that was pre-pandemic. Okay. Do you feel like you've been doing everything yourself? Even if you have help, some of you aren't willing to let go. You hire people and they can't do their job, right? Another thing is, do you feel like you've been what's called a floater? A floater is someone who jumps out of bed and says, you know what they said? We should open up a business. They say all these grants are available or even post-graduation. You know, they say that private practice is the way out. You know what I'm saying? Our private practice is a good side hustle. So what do you do? Like I did, you roll out of bed, you open up a private practice, even if it was your goal, but you have no framework in place. You have no system in place, which means that you're just floating through your practice, which also means that your bank account is floating. Let me say that again. If you are a floater and you have no framework, of your entire practice, not just your therapy work. That means that your bank account will continuously float, meaning you do not know at any given point where you're going to land. That is very dangerous grounds, especially if you don't have a nine to five to depend on, okay? Another thing is maybe you're um, lost or stuck because you are going with the flow, with the ride of COVID. I'm just gonna ride the wave, which is great, but at some point you have to determine that you're up for running the marathon, not the sprint. Okay, maybe you do therapy hella well. Hell, I hope so. You know what I'm saying? Like you do therapy super good. And then maybe you've been covering up the fact that you've been acting like a damn business owner. Woo! (laughs) Wish I could put up my skates for that. Like do a little turn, a little cross. You know how I get down on the rails. You know what I'm saying? Like you got clients, but you going around here acting like you a business owner by calling yourself a boss. 
a business owner opens up their bank statements, not just allows it to go to their email and trashes it or archives it. A business owner can, should, or does scan their actual statement to see where their money went and not just depend on their CPA fucking in April to tell them where their money went. Okay. A true business owner can put out barriers because they're no, they know that it's going to be problems and they're up for the goddamn challenge. Okay. So some people have been walking around acting like a B.O. business owner, right? When you got a J-O-B, okay, just over brokenness, right? All right, let's go. Or maybe you got that mindset. Um, you don't want to admit that you need help. That's a big one. We got a graduate degree. I got a master's degree. You can't tell me shit. I got, I got license or I'm about to get licensed, right? So, I mean, why do I need coaching? Why do I need this little academy thing she's talking about? Like, how, how hard is it just to get money in a practice? How hard is it to see clients? I mean, they flowing through the doors right now. My question is, how hard is it for your practice to be open in five years? That's the question. That's the academy. The academy is not about side hustles. Let me just put that out there. Because some people are like, you know, what is it going to teach me? Um, it'll teach you how to build a business right now and how to stay open. That's what it's going to teach you. How many businesses closed down in this season? Hell, in the first 60 days of COVID. Let's be real, right? Now, also, you may be lost or stuck if you are honestly just running a sprint. Because remember what I said in the beginning. When you run a sprint, you get tired. Why? Because you're not trained. So let's get all the way real. We're almost wrapped up. I told you I'm going to hang out of here before an hour, right? So let's get real. What goes up? Somebody put it in the chat box. What goes up? Sorry for my tongue. I'm just like feeling myself right now. It will. It must come down. So baby, you can ride the wave and ride it. Build your practice. But at some point, the shit will tumble. And you going down with it. And I really hope that you are listening to me today. Okay. So if you want to train for the marathon, you should probably hire a marathon trainer. You know, I'm good with the analogies. We talked about sprint versus marathon. Sprinters get out of breath. Hopefully they're in shape, but it goes by quickly. It doesn't last long. I'm only looking for people who want to run marathons with their business. Those are the people that I like to engage with, whether it's on social media, in my CE workshops, in the academy, and my membership, like different programs, right? So I am wanting my clients, my students to also surround themselves around people who are ready to sign up for the marathon. I'm not with people chasing coins. We get bags, but that's only after you've provided epic service to your ideal clients. I want my students to be surrounded around people that are accountable. No bullshit allowed. Don't even show up for the culture calls. Don't even sign up. My little thing I said two weeks ago and my friend was like, damn, that was harsh. I said, damn, that's real. You know, if I ain't your cup of tea, don't coach with me. Woo, put it two in the chat box if y'all like that hashtag, right? If you are not my cup of tea, don't coach with me. Because I'm not made for everybody, but I'm also not here to please you. I'm here to teach you. Let me say that again. I am not here to please you. I am here to teach you. And if you do not believe me, just go to, hell, 118 podcast episodes and listen to all my damn mistakes. And the reason why I'm very transparent with sharing them is because I simply signed up to say I never want any mental health provider that I come across, whether it be my page, a workshop, or a program. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I did because none of this stuff was taught in graduate school, period. It should have, but I'm a professor. That's not how it's structured. I mean, what you gonna do? Sue the school? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that is not part of your credentialing, right? So you got what they said you were gonna get. They delivered on their promise. But are you delivering to yourself on your promise? You told yourself, I want to live in a better lifestyle. I want to be able to do what I want to do, what I want to do, with who I want to do it with. But you're actually living an employee lifestyle in your business. Now, granted, that may be the case in the beginning stage of your business. Okay, you may be working more in your business. I did about three to four podcast episodes this week about that. Time management. But at some point, you have to transition to, I want to work on my business, not in my business so much. Because we got to practice what we preach. I always tell my students and webinar attendees, don't be no hypocrite. We go to school to, and we get training to influence other people's lives to be better. We don't want them to have any functional impairments in academic occupation or interpersonal relationships. So let me ask you, what impairments do you have in your occupation? What impairments do you have in your bank account? What impairments do you got in your circles of influence? Because you are the average of the five to seven people that you give your energy to excluding your children unless they are adult children. So guess what? If you are the smartest person, what do they say? You should know this. You should have heard this if you do personal development, which is what business owners do. 
If you are the smartest person in your circle, if you say, I got a mentor, but y'all friends and, and that person ain't surpassed you eight to 10 steps, you are the average of the people you surround yourself around. So if you've wondered also why you're not growing is because you've been hanging around, sorry, basic ass people that are not on your level. And it's cool that you still got those clusters of people. However, you need that other cluster of people that's going to hold your ass accountable and push you to deliver on what you said you wanted to do. You said you wanted to have the lifestyle of your dreams. You said you wanted to create your own lifestyle. I don't like this job. Or you may want to keep your job and truly have a stream of income, not a side hustle. Stop saying your private practice is a side hustle. There are side hustles. But delivering mental health services, that shit is work. That is not a side hustle. That is a stream of income. That is business ownership talking. Not the girl from Compton talking about, I need a side hustle real quick. I just need to show me what to do to make money real quick, Dr. TK. No, you will not hear me talk about any of that in the academy or any of my programs. I'm not teaching you how to just do a, a get rich quick scheme. Anybody who shows up on my feed, and if you go in my DM on any three of those email boxes or DM boxes, or if you start commenting on the bottom of my post, I'm just letting you know right now, I will block you. You don't need to tell me about Forex training. I do trading. You don't need to tell me about stocks. I got stocks. You don't need to tell me how to double my caseload. I'm cool with just attracting my ideal clients. I can be cool at 19,000. I'm not tripping on the likes and the follows. I'm focused on the influence. Hella people see my stuff way over 19,000. I had one post in which it hit like 40,000 accounts, but only like 200 people liked it. So what? Stop trying to be liked. Work on your business. All right, sorry. Ooh, God. (laughs) <laughs> I like, felt like I was on a webinar, y'all. Whew. Whew, 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 whew. All right. Sorry, y'all. All right. Thank you for the rhombus. You welcome. All right. Let's keep going, y'all. All right. So let's get real. What goes up must come down. Get ready for the marathon. Um, now, this is something that I love to say. You know, you can continue to go to YouTube if you want. Ain't nothing wrong with YouTube. You can go to Google. I love Google. You can go to Pinterest, download the free worksheets. But how long is that taking you? We just went over a whole little assessment of your vision of delegating tasks, getting rid of systems, I mean, building systems to delegate them off your plate, right? Like automate your stuff with people or a system. However, if you constantly are giving these platforms three to five hours a week, let me ask you, how much money are you leaving on the table? Mm, Put a one in the chat box if you like, damn, that resonated like super hard. Think about how many hours you have spent scrolling mindlessly on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or Clubhouse. How many hours have you just sat on YouTube trying to find how to do something, right? How many podcast episodes have you downloaded and you got conflicting information? And then think about how much you charge per hour. Hmm. Yeah, because we want to spend time with our family. So if you got an iPhone, you can simply just go hell on the stats because they got it on your phone now and set up the alerts. I challenge you, I dare you. And say, damn, because I know my time went up when pandemic hit. I was like, now wait a minute. But then I realized, oh, wait, I'm at home more. You know, I'm doing stuff for my clients online more. Um, but if your thing says something crazy like 10 hours, unless you're watching a movie on Netflix on your phone or something, right? L- let me make it real, real. Let's just say... Your phone said you did 10 hours of mindless ass work because, and the reason why I say mindless, cause you ain't got nothing to show for it. I mean, did you, did you develop a side hustle out of that? Did you actually put it to work or are you just doing research? Right? So you did 10 hours of mindless activities that conflicted your brain and made you like sick where you just probably went to sleep. Like, God damn it. Right. Then you charge $200 an hour, 200 times 10. What is that? Two racks? Put a two in the chat box if you don't want to leave $2,000 on the table. Put a two in the chat box if you do not want to leave $2,000 on the table. And you probably like, I don't leave that much money on the table. I don't give a damn if you leave $150 on the table. It's $150 that you can have in your bank account, in your kid's tuition, in your kid's daycare, on your feet with some nice ass shoes. Get a pack system. You know what I'm saying? From Ikea. That's where that money could have went. But no, you'd rather sit on a computer and get conflicting information for fucking a thousand hours versus just getting something in a shorter period of time, right? So yes, spend time with your family. I'm gonna wait for Instagram to come back. Let me know if you guys have any questions, okay? Also, some of you choose, come on back Instagram. Some of you may choose to go hang out with people and they teach you what they're working on in their business, but it's not in alignment with what you're working on. 
that again is problematic, right? So you may also be work, be, you know, hanging around people in which they can't even see your vision. I'm so sorry, Instagram, y'all tapped out. So I'm going to repeat the question. Okay. I was trying to like stall for a minute. So my last point is you can hang out with people ahead of you, but their goal sometimes is not even to teach you. So what I have found is that therapists will say, you know, I got a good group of therapist friends, which is great. Um, but are they ahead of you? Or are they behind you? Or are they at your pace? Because that should determine what their role is with helping you grow your business. So if they're ahead of you, you need to be picking their brain. Now, some of them aren't going to let you pick their brain because what I call it in my program is don't let your people milk you for something that you made an investment in. I'd be damned if I paid $100, $10, $2,000, $24,000, and then my friends find out that I invested in this program. We were sitting on a webinar together, and then they were like, so what you learn? I'm like, were you there? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, you should have went. <laughs> I will give them an outline, but I'm not giving them the details. The only time that I've exchanged information with one of my good friends is because we purposely sometimes schedule to go to different trainings because maybe they're happening on the same weekend. And then we sit down at night and exchange information. That's the only time I'm giving out information. You will not get from me what I invested in. Okay. So you can waste your time running laps and getting conflicting information. You can continue to run sprints. You can continue to depend on a lack of systems a lack of marketing, a lack of framework, and having a headache. And going to the topic of tonight's workshop, you can end up outside of this new norm with the same habits that you came in with. So guess what? Guess what that means? If you came into the pandemic with really no practice at all, even if you had the structure, you had no clients, or you didn't have consistent ones or ideal clients, then you all of a sudden started getting clients. And you're like, this is good. If you don't slow down and build up your systems, you will, unfortunately, repeat the same habits that you came in with. Why? Because you haven't taken the time out to learn anything new in a very structured manner, right? So let me read one of the things. That's teamwork, which is definitely different than feeding people information they could obtain themselves. Exactly. And like I said, I bring out my credentials not for bragging, but to just explain to you why I'm good at what I do. There is a difference between, maybe this is how you probably will understand it. There is a difference between a good therapist and a good clinical supervisor. Put a one in the chat box if you get that. There is a difference between a good therapist and a good clinical supervisor. All of us can become a good therapist, but it takes a very special individual to take what they've learned and articulate it in a very simple way to help someone else understand it. And then the last part is duplicate it. That's why I keep saying the word framework. Your private practice needs a framework. In the academy, guess what? I'm getting chills because this is just so fucking dope. Like, this has always been my vision to like literally have my own little university, right? So the academy and other programs that I have are within my little university, right? But I teach my clients how to have their own theoretical framework for from, you know, getting their clients from the screening process to the end of treatment with them being their ideal clients. That is a wonderful thing. And guess what? Because you now have developed that framework for your clients, guess where else you can develop that framework from? Or two, your hiring process, group practice, but that's on a whole nother level because that takes a lot more work, okay? But now you at least have a system, okay? So how many of you are part of the academy? Put a DTA in the chat box. Are you part of the academy? Are you an alumni? Did you just join? Um, for those of you who don't know, the academy um, closes enrollment on Sunday. So everything I went over tonight is going to be covered in the academy, <laughs> okay? Um, plus a lot more. You may be thinking, oh, like that's a lot. I condense it. I make it very easy. Um, and we have fun. I teach live. This, how many, put a one in the chat box if you like the way I teach because this is how I teach. <laughs> like this is what our live calls are like. I'm not like, okay, so now we, hell no. Like, okay, this is, th th there will be a teaching component, right? I see the DTA alumni and new students popping, right? So we do have a teaching component. Our calls are 90 minutes for six weeks. We do have a teaching component. And then we have a potential hot seat, depending on our topic. And hot seat is, I'm gonna pick on Lori. Lori may say, I wanna really um, have my whole caseload be my ideal clients, right? And so I'm like, okay, well tell us about your current caseload. Like what is the makeup? And I give them an assignment to be able to identify in an easier way who's their ideal client. 
don't mind the knocking that is my son because this is what happens when you got to work from home pandemic life right he's two and a half years old so um what ended up what ends up happening on that call is everybody is like eyes on Lori because we're on a zoom call not on a webinar like we can see each other and then I'll challenge her I'll poke the bear right and then I'm gonna let her get it in a very loving and healthy way as a coach. I'm not going to like, you know, we don't curse or anything like that. But I also open up the floor for other clinicians to give suggestions. Put a H in the chat box if you want to be on the hot seat. Now, granted, everybody can't be on the hot seat all at once, but closed mouths don't get fed. And I'm a real big component just as the teacher in me where you have to ask questions in order to apply the information or at least go do the homework and then come back with a question, right? So I see a lot of people saying hot seats, right? So we got a crew. We got a family, actually. DTA family, right? Um, Brandon for Abundance family. Um, Brandon for Abundance is the name of my company. And I focus on teaching people, especially mental health providers, how to brand their lifestyle for abundance, including their business. I'm not just about building your business. So what you will find for me outside of the core curriculum is I'm going to be in the Telegram group. We have an online community. And I'll be in there saying things like, I need y'all to go watch this or of your choice, go watch this motivational inner, um, you know, thing from Dr. ET. You may have seen it already, but you're going to hear it differently the way that you're learning about your business that day. And then I'm going to say, I need you to post, reply to this post and tell me what your takeaway is. What are you going to do, do fast action? Right? So I'll be in telegram doing that. One of the things that we've been very notorious about and Oh, I can't wait to the newsletter to come out on Saturday. Put it in, in the chat box. If you guys have been getting the newsletters, if you're on my email list, they've been coming out for the last three Saturdays. And I, I got so giddy on that. I am just super juiced because we now have developed a platform and it's something big coming in the next two months. But um, we've developed at least in my email list with a PDF download for, for clinicians to be able to see other therapists winning in their business of all levels. So you may see unlicensed therapists, licensed therapists, um, group therapists, people who are talking about streams of income in my higher level program. Um, but they're featured in the newsletter. So I cannot wait until the newsletter this week, but let me just say something super funny. My clients, when that newsletter come out, they'll hit me up and they'll be like, yo, I need a professional photo because I can't be having you send that picture out. And I said, well, hell, I asked for one. So all of the new DTA students, during the first call, I will give you a call to action, a CTA, call to action, which is to send us a beautiful or handsome headshot because you never know where it's going to end up. Not a selfie. Okay, so this is where we're at. As a recap, before I tell you what's next, we talked about, is your private practice post-pandemic proof? So we've talked about, are you running a sprint or a marathon? Did you just throw together your practice and build your caseload or do you actually have systems in place? Um, we defined a sprint versus a marathon. We talked about vision. We talked about freedom. We talked about ideal lifestyle. We talked about caseloads. Um, we talked about being lost or stuck, doing things on your own. A lot of you all said the same thing. You want a profitable framework. You want to be able to um, have things in place so you can take time off, okay? Um, and you wanna be surrounded around great, you know, a great group of people. So um, here, here's the thing, Dope Therapist Academy, we have, I'm looking at the board, we have less than seven spots left. I ain't gonna tell you the number. Yesterday we were at eight, today some spots got taken. Spots, with plural. So all I'll say is our doors close on Sunday at midnight on Valentine's Day. However, I would encourage you not to wait that long because there's not enough spots. <laughs> okay. So we're going to have our first coaching call on the 20th. Everything is recorded. It is a six week coaching program. So what I'll do in the chat box, um, the link is in my bio. If you go to my website at drtk.com, just click on like DTA 2021. If you're on Instagram, it's in my bio, but I'm putting it here too. <laughs> There's the link, but go to drtk.com, doctor spelled out tk.com. Click on DTA 2021. Oh, there it is. So um, here's the thing. It is a six-week coaching program. I have developed a phenomenal community of like-minded mental health professionals. We are a very diverse group, men and women. All ethnicities are welcome. I had to say that because I think that the image that has been given because of the testimonials that are on my page, some people believe that I only take black students. I actually had someone ask me that on a Zoom call. Okay, just so y'all know. And the answer is we are welcome to anyone who is a mental health provider who wants to make an epic impact in their community and also on the back end be blessed and have a profitable business so that you can have generational wealth. You can have an abundant lifestyle. You can take vacations. You can create your own schedule. You can set up whatever cap you would like or no caps 
for your bank accounts. And then we teach you how to build a profitable blueprint for five years minimum. We teach you how to, within that blueprint, identify your ideal client, identify core values, because that's going to help you um, learn how to delegate tasks. Um, we're also going to teach you how to understand your numbers in the first two weeks, um, how to predict your income for the next year based off of your ideal schedule and your current caseload and how you get paid. We'll talk about price points, objectives, the psychology behind buying. Um, we're also going to teach you how to reach your ideal clients. That comes in with um, developing your framework of getting your clients from A to B. We'll also teach you how to BRA. Okay, BRA and D is our framework. Automate your system. So that's when we'll go into like if you use simple practice or fairness or paper, right? We'll talk about what things need to be in place. If you already have those things in place, let's make sure that they're in place for your team, your assistant, someone to help you, right? Then we'll talk about niche. This is where it really, really, really gets fun because now that you know your ideal clients, you know your price point for mental health, and you know that you want to make an epic impact, now we start talking about um, streams of income. We teach about automating your systems. We talk about um, niching down and not to say that you cannot see adults, kids, um, families, but niche to me means that you are known as the expert in a particular area. You are known as the expert in a particular area. And the reason why that's very important for mental health providers is that you can now use that expertise with certain workbook activities that I have you do in the portal. If somebody says, I'm looking for someone to be on my podcast that has an expertise in this, you can position yourself, right? If someone needs a speaker, you can position yourself. If you want to now add streams of income because now you have a profitable MVP product, your private practice, filtering money to your other streams of income now is not a struggle. Does that make sense? So put a one in the chat box if you understand this, what I'm saying. As a mental health provider, you can learn how to leverage the success and profitability of your private practice to then fund your other streams of income, <laughs> right? Then D, of course, we talk about delegation. So I will teach you how to actually throughout the whole six weeks, I'm going to be talking about delegation and I'm going to be, cause that's going to be half of y'all question. Like how oh, I get this shit off my plate, excuse my language. So we'll be talking about that more than likely from the beginning, actually within your blueprints. And I will teach you, um, what are the steps to onboard, you know, clinicians, certain things I will share with you in terms of a swipe file. Certain things will just be on the PowerPoint on the recording in the portal. If you cannot make a call, every call will be recorded. You can always pre-submit your questions to the portal before the call, okay? So does anyone have any questions? It starts on the 20th. The reason why I say go in there early as well is because all the students, some students even joined back in December during the holiday special. The reason why I'm saying join now is because there's pre-work for you to do on your mindset as a business owner and also how to get certain things in order for your business before we start going on those live calls. I'm not saying that you'll fall behind if you join on the 14th, because hell, we still got a week. I close enrollment on purpose the Sunday before the Saturday so that you can have time to get in the portal and start the work because it is a time management thing as well, right? So the Academy is open until Sunday, February 14th. Now, I also want to explain just this last one thing. We do have, oh my God, I almost forgot the bonus. Put a B in the chat box if you want the bonus. I totally forgot about the bonus. <laughs> it was actually released tonight, <laughs> right? So these are the two I have a lot of bonuses. You do get bonuses that actually are never coming back after this cohort. After this cohort, um, because this was my gift for 2021, because you know we're in a new norm, so I wanted to make sure we took care of students who are entering into private practice in 2021. But we do have bonuses. Some of the bonuses include, but are not excluded to, building your speaker's kit, book launch, wealth mastery class part one and two. Those are some bonuses, okay? Um, now, some other bonuses are, one of them you may know about is the VIP option. So some people skipped right over this and I was like, oh Lord, I had to email them. Like, can you please sign up for this? So VIP option is at a very, very generous situation. So the, the program is $19.97 for six weeks and you get the blueprint, reach your clients, framework, automation, niche, and delegation, live coaching, online community, unlimited access to the portal and unlimited access to the Telegram community, right? Even when our six calls are over, you'll still be in the Telegram community. They use it for sending referrals out, um, collaborating. Some of them collaborated on joint ventures beyond private practice. It is a beautiful thing, okay? So beyond those bonuses, the program is 1997. We do have a seven installment payment plan in which it's seven payments of 333, right? But one of the bonuses is called a VIP option. We have a CE workshop coming up this Friday. 
If you do the VIP option, it is at a no-brainer $197 as an add-on. You can add it on to pay in full. You can add it on to installment plan, okay? You get the CE workshop for free. We're talking about best practices, best ethical practices on social media platforms for 2021. And that is APA approved. And it meets the ethical requirements because it is on ethics, <laughs> okay? Just for those of you who wondered, okay? So um, if you do the VIP option, you automatically get the free CEs, Okay. If you do the VIP option, you will also be able to come back for free to every single live coaching call for the Dope Therapist Academy. Put a one in the chat box if you believe that that is phenomenal. Because let's be real, a lot of programs don't offer nothing but another program, right? And I have other programs depending on where you're going with your business after you have a profitable business, but I'm all for making you utilize your lowest hanging fruit right now, which for a lot of therapists, it is your skill set as a therapist and as a private practice, not as a speaker. Okay. So VIP option gives you unlimited access to future live coaching calls. So like if we, if we have a cohort in June, you're going to be on the email list that says, here's Zoom link register. As long as you are up to par with your installment plans, even if you're still in an installment plan, the next time we have a program, then you will be able to come back. But let me just give you a forewarning. The bonuses are not going to be in any of the future cohorts. It's going to be a whole new course shell. Um, the VIP option will be there, but not in this way. That's all I can say right now. <laughs> um, the price is going to change. So surprise, one of my students had asked. Yes, it is going to change. Why? Because I know my value. I know what I'm giving. And I know damn well, I didn't pay $10,000 and didn't get half of what I'm giving. <laughs> okay, I ain't saying it's going up to 10,000, but I'm just saying that it will go up a little bit. Okay, so um, I'm not saying that for scarcity, I'm saying it because people enjoy my transparency. So I'm not about to sit here and sugarcoat nothing. The program is 1997, it is a six week live, meaning it's me, coaching program. The structure will change in the future, but it still has live coaching. Um, you get a free CE workshop for this Saturday from 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time until 12. Okay, I mean, we're going to do something fun at the end that I don't want to say until they show up. Um, now, the other surprise, I know that financially it has not been easy for a lot of mental health providers. I know that they gave us an extension on the interest for our student loans, but I also know that times are hard. Some people have lost their other stream of income due to a partner having to stay at home, maybe having no daycare for your child. Things like inflation and groceries, hell, milk costs seven damn dollars for lactose milk. Right. So I know that financial barriers has been an issue for some of the students who showed up on the boot camp. Some of the students who talked to the coaches who opted in to do like an abundance match call like, you know, this week or last week. So this is what I have added and you will see it when you go to the page. There is now what's called a creative financial planning option. What that means, and I said that I would never do this again, but here I am because here we are still in this damn era. And I don't want finances to be the only reason as to why you cannot build your business. Because I firmly believe just by how I've invested in myself that every investment that I did, I got 30 times, if not more back, you know, over time. So I have added a 12 month installment payment option. There is no excuses at this point. And this is how you would calculate it with my profitability calculator in the academy. If you charge $150 to $200 per client, your coaching to enhance your private practice or help build one if you don't have one. This program is for non-licensed and licensed therapists. The only disclaimer that I give for non-licensed therapists is to make sure that you can apply this information at least in the next six months because I don't want you just to learn it and then just do nothing, okay? So, and make sure that you can actually consume it because you might be studying for the exam, okay? So, the 12-month payment option is 190, 195, okay? You can still do the VIP option and come back for free. You can add that on. That's just a one-time payment of 197. So, the payment option is 195 and you can make installments for a total of 12 months, 12 months. That is equivalent to one to two clients on your caseload maybe three or four if you see insurance panels, okay? So 195, 12 installment payments. You can still do the VIP option. You can still come to the free CE workshop. This is a damn no-brainer, okay? You can get the program, unlimited access to the portal, unlimited access to our community, have VIP access to some of the things that I have coming up in 2021 and beyond. 
but that that that's all I have for you. So um, I really hope that you enjoyed this free workshop. We are literally 10 minutes over an hour, so I do apologize for those of you who've been watching the whole time. But give me feedback. Put a one in the chat box. Oh, it's only payment per month. So, oh yeah, thank you. That's one or two clients, yeah, a week, <laughs> right? You can see two clients on the first of the month and be done, <laughs> right? And, and to be truth be told, like that's how I've calculated how to do stuff. Like if I want to go on a vacation and I need to buy a plane ticket, I'm like, oh, that's two clients. Oh, I want to get a bed to go to New York. Delta one, that ticket like 1500. Well, that's 10 clients. I mean, I see at that point, I was saying like 25 a week time for if your clients show up every week, stop thinking about how and just declare what you want. That's all I'm asking. Okay. So I really hope that you enjoyed this workshop. I'm going to have um, my podcast people and YouTube people edit, you know, because I had a lot of stalls because of the great connection because now everybody is definitely streaming because all these kids are out of school right now. Does anyone have any questions? Because I never like to wrap up a workshop with, you know, any questions. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 